is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, Jacqueline here. I wanted to let you know that the next round of The Morning Crew gets started on July 6th. I'm scheduling calls right now to see if it is a good fit for you. I was inspired to create this program because I have found that so many women miss out on life because they think a complicated diet will fix them, but really it just results in them binging and more self-loathing. In the morning crew, I help you simplify healthy living so you actually enjoy life day to day. Um, And yeah, you learn to eat some pizza without eating all the pizza. So what does it look like? What does the morning crew look like? It's high touch. It is very high touch. I have done so many programs and so many classes and courses with people, and I have found that the high touch, the like interactive piece is the piece that means the most. So what does it look like? We meet Monday through Friday and we actually work out together. And I show you how to create a workout routine and make it something that you actually enjoy and look forward to. And say kind things to yourself during, before, during, and after. Um, So it's very similar, the structure is very similar to how I've used the five P's to create meals. And let's talk about that. So meals and movement are important, they are. Um, We have to be eating good foods. We have to be moving our body in order to be happy and healthy. Those things are very important. However, you've done a million diets. You've done a million workout programs. You've done a million races. Meals and movement matter. But if you don't shift your mindset, if you don't modify your thoughts and beliefs about yourself and you continue to neglect working on the internal stuff, and you just think like, okay, cool, I'll just continuously berate myself and get skinny or cross this finish line and think that I'm going to like myself, well, that hasn't worked, has it? (laughs) That has never actually worked, or maybe it worked, but it was fleeting, and now you're kind of back at square one. So you're never going to long-term change the external unless you work on changing the internal, and that's what we do in my coaching. I don't have you focus on the external. I don't have you get on the scale. I don't have you take progress photos. I don't have you send me photos or how many calories, photos of food that you ate or how many calories or macros or whatever. I don't have you focus on those external things. I don't micromanage your life. We're not focusing on that stuff. It has not worked for you in the past, has it? No. So this is what makes my program different than anything else out there. We are working on your mindset because what you say to yourself drives your actions. The things that you say to yourself drive the actions that you take day to day and reps, 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 repeat that Wait for the compound effect to kick in. And those are the results that you get. Okay. So again, We start July 6th. I have openings on Monday and Tuesday to chat a little bit more and see if it's a right fit. You can click the link in the show notes or you can go to www.imperfecteating.com to schedule a call. This will not be opening up again until later in the fall. And I will tell you that the price will increase then. So if you are tired of eating all of the pizza and then vowing to never eat any of the pizza and you would love to learn this life, like what what does that actually mean to have 
some, not all. What does that actually mean to um, work out uh, sustainably? What does it actually mean to talk kindly to myself? To talk kindly to myself to motivate me to do these things instead of being a jerk to myself constantly to motivate myself to do these things. If that is you, I would love to schedule a call. Again, link is in the show notes or you can go to www.imperfecteating.com. We'll hop on the phone. Actually, we'll hop on Zoom face-to-face. This is important. See my face. um, See that I'm a real person and not a robot. Um, Monday and Tuesday, schedule a call. I will talk to you soon. So it's been about three weeks since the last time I went running. (laughs) Sad story. Um, Yeah, so about three weeks ago, I was like, cool, I think I'm ready to start running. I did the little test that my doctor gave me, and I was like, cool, like I can you know, hop on one foot and it doesn't hurt. I think I'm ready to start running. And I started off with just doing like 10 minutes of run walking. So one minute on, one minute off. So I would walk for one minute and then I would run for one minute and then walk and run until I got to 10 minutes. And that's all I did. I think I did that on um, three times in one week. And I, I knew that like, oh shoot, like there's nothing wrong with my knee. My knee feels fine. Uh, but my hip, oh my gosh, my hip. So I gave myself that Saturday to rest. And I was like, you know what? You don't have to go out to run today. You don't have to do this. And wow, it feels so great to trust that the reason you're not running is because you're actually listening to your body and not to wonder if you are using this injury as an excuse to not have to do work. And that's like, that's this little game that I feel like I've always played with myself is, um, are you actually like listening to yourself and being kind or are you giving in so you don't have to do the work? And there's been plenty of times in my life where it was me giving in so I didn't have to do the work. I think I've said this before, but like my natural state is very low energy and people are like surprised, but like, no, like neglectful, like not getting things done, like falling into holes of depression and not getting like really, really simple things done, like showering or paying bills on time and kind of like letting like depression or anxiety, um, honestly, like as an excuse, like, Oh, I can't go do those things because I, I just, I just can't, it's just too hard for me. And so that's been kind of this, this motto that I had for a really long time in my life until I was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to do this neglectful stuff anymore. I'm going to go super authoritarian and I'm going to ignore everything and I'm going to, I'm going to do whole 30 and I'm going to train for the races and I'm going to not let myself down and I'm not going to, no excuses. If I, if I give myself an inch, I know I'm going to take a mile. So no excuses. I have to be a hundred, 120 percent. And here's what happened is I burned out, right? And um, found myself binging, uh, found myself not wanting to run, doing 100-day streaks, running streak, and not wanting to run for three months, training for marathons, and not wanting to run for three months, feeling sick about the thought of running. And now it's like, hmm, okay, you know, I don't feel sick about the thought of running, but I know that every time that I run, something is happening with my hip. I want to go out and run, especially now. We can't really do much. (laughs) It would be so nice to just go and run and enjoy time to myself and enjoy being outside by myself. 
but every time, you know, something happens with my hips. So kind of had to have this little talk with myself and be like, you know what, Jacqueline, I actually trust, <laughs> I trust that you're not letting yourself down and that you are listening to your body and not running is the best thing that you're doing for yourself. Not running is the best thing that you're doing for yourself. If you want to be someone who can run um, continuously in the future, not running right now is the best thing that you're doing for yourself. Now, the other thing is that that doesn't mean that I've gone back to being a couch potato. I didn't regress like how I was 10 years ago. And it's like, well, I'm just not going to do anything. What running looks like right now, obviously there's no running, but being active. So that was something I kind of had to work on maybe around March was like, maybe I uh, start seeing myself as being an active person. The word athletic still doesn't really resonate with me because I don't have a lot of skill. Like I don't, I didn't grow up as an athlete in competitive sports. Um, I was like cut from like every team or like quit because uh, going back to neglectful, uh, I'm not going to try that hard. Um, but like, the word athletic doesn't resonate with me, but the word active really resonates with me. And so I'm not a couch potato. I'm not running marathons. I'm not a marathoner right now. I'm not athletic, but I'm active. And so what does that look like for me? Um, it's taking care of my body, doing what my body needs to do to get strength. So I'm not sitting on the couch and being all sad that I can't go run or being like, woohoo, I don't have to do anything. I'm doing what actually makes my body and my mind feel really good. So I start my morning with um, 15 minutes. I meet with the morning crew and I do a 15 minute workout and it's really simple, just using weights or body weight or bands, but usually I just do body weight stuff. And I've been doing this consistently, even before I started the morning crew as my uh, coaching program, I was just doing this consistently by myself as a way to get myself back into strength training. And so I do that 15 minutes and then I, um, what do I do? I take the pup for a walk, uh, which is not much of a walk because she cannot walk very much. And I kind of decided to let her, um, sniff and smell as much as she wants. But I, I do that. And then I meet with my mom and we walk um, on the phone. And then I come back in and I work on my physical therapy exercises, meet with another session of the morning crew. Um, I might work out or I might just do stretches and foam roll during that time. Um, but the, these are the things that I'm doing so that I can, again, ease back into running. So Running looks like, actually, and I keep coming back to this episode with Jason Fitzgerald, but it's so true that we can't just see ourselves as just runners, but as endurance athletes who, in the word athlete, but I would just say active people who specialize in running, active people who enjoy running. And so when I have the, the identity of like, I'm an active person, it's like, yeah, I'm like walking and I'm uh, do, actually doing my physical therapy exercises. I'm strength training. I've been riding my bike a lot more, um, doing errands, like so going to the grocery store or the bank, you know, the few places that we're allowed to go, just taking the bike there. Or we have, um, Paul is able to ride his bike now. He's not able to walk much or run, but he can ride a bike. So we've been taking the car and driving maybe about 10, 15 minutes and getting to a path and then we can ride for like an hour. So that's been really wonderful. Um, and then, yeah, just like being active. So there's other things that I've been doing and that's like 
uh, instead of sitting all day, putting my computer up on some boxes and standing, making my own standing desk. Um, today I was like in line at the bank for like 40 minutes and I was doing calf raises and what else? Um, bouncing on one foot, uh, working like ankle strength, but just being an active person instead of scrolling on my phone, but like doing that calf raises and balancing on one foot and counting reps with that. So like a little meditation so that I avoided being on my phone and consuming social media that I don't really need to be consuming. But I think that this idea of being an active person, that's really opened up so many things for me instead of sulking that I can't run or instead of worrying that because I'm not running, I'm letting myself down. I'm, you know, oh gosh, back to being a failure again. Like, well, you did this thing to yourself again. So it feels really good. That word active opens everything up. It gives me permission to try other things. And I think that's another fun thing too, is we have, um, in our basement, that's been a project Paul's been working on. It's getting the basement to look a little nicer. Um, and he found a sliding door mirror, like for an old closet in our garage. And he brought that into the basement. So now we have like a mirror, like, like a dance studio or like a gym or whatever. We just have like this short, this, um, well, it's long. I'm not explaining this well, but it's like horizontal. And so I can see myself. So that's been a fun thing of like dancing, just putting on some music and dancing and not worrying that I have two left feet and I have really long skinny arms and I look really ridiculous because I don't know what I'm doing, but just being active and being okay that like no one is looking at me, no one is judging me. I think about a time I went to a Zumba class at, um, a gym and I felt so self-conscious because I don't know how to dance. I have no experience with dance or moving my body or I don't know. It was just, it's, it was so hard just to see like, Oh my gosh, you don't know what you're doing. Everyone's laughing at you. Now I'm like in my basement. I'm like, whatever. I'm just being active. I'm just moving around in my body in a way that feels good. So yeah, it really sucks <laughs> to not be able to run right now, but it feels so good to know that not running right now is the best thing that I am doing for my body and that this is preparing for later on when I, when it is safe for me to run, when my body is ready to run. And maybe that's not even in 2020 and that sucks. Like that sucks to let go. I was supposed to run two marathons this year and obviously everyone's 2020 has been batshit crazy. Um, but this idea, Oh, I'm going to run two marathons this year. Just kidding. I'm going to run zero marathons this year. In fact, I'm probably running zero this year. Like to go like through that roller coaster, it is what it is. Obviously, this isn't the worst of things that could happen, but it's also okay to feel a little bit bad about that. But it's it feels good to like, okay, cool. Everything I'm doing is, you know, making me stronger for 2021 or 2022. Or also like I'm also okay with, I have to learn to be okay with what if I can't ever run again? That sucks. But like, if that's the reality, the great thing is that I'm opening up doors to other possibilities. Okay. Could you learn to be a dancer? Okay. Could you learn to be a cyclist? Like, okay. Could you learn to whatever? So kind of being okay that some doors might be closing, but there are so many other doors that I just haven't even explored yet. And that learning to become a runner gave me the opportunity to open up those other doors and learn other things about myself and learn other things about what's out there. So yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. But 
there's this also like I just keep thinking too like the Boston Marathon was canceled the Boston Marathon was canceled that's never been canceled and it was canceled and we got an email from the Chicago Marathon maybe earlier this week and they were just like hey we don't know <laughs> we do not know the, the email literally was like we don't know if the the marathon's gonna happen we are planning for if it does happen that's great and we're also planning if it doesn't happen and I don't know if that's like a little bit, that's like a little bit of a like, okay, if you, Jacqueline, if you can't run, it's okay because no one's running. Um, or if it is happening, if the marathon does happen, it's going to be really hard to social distance. It's going to be really hard to wear a mask for five, six hours. Um, I was just at the bank today wearing the mask for 40 minutes and that felt uncomfortable. So it's like, if there was ever a year to be okay with letting go of what I had planned, this is, this is the year. This is the year to let go of the cute little plan that I had for myself and learn to go with the flow and learn to figure things out as I go and learn to just be okay with it and learn and, and be accepting that like, okay, cool. Like, it's, hey, hi, you have an imperfect life and imperfect cir circumstances, and it's not going to look exactly how you want it to look, but it doesn't mean that you failed. It doesn't mean that you're going right back to zero. It doesn't mean that you're a couch potato again. There's something in between couch potato and marathoner, and it can just be like being an active person who, you know, figures things out, just figures things out, figure, oh man, figuring things out. So that's where I'm at with easing into running, not running still, working on hip strength, working on really just everything with my legs, my calves, my ankles, my glutes, um, stretching, um, learning to slow down when my body hurts. I had that great episode with Corin where she was like, you know, pain is not that time for you to push through. Pain is your body giving you a signal that something is not right. And so if you continue to ignore that pain, it's just going to get louder. And I think we can, um, we can, that, that message can be very pertinent to a lot of the things happening in the world right now. If we continue to ignore pain, it is just going to get louder. So acknowledge it and do something about it instead of ignoring it. So a little bit of sadness in today's episode, but hope. There's hope there too. And there is, you know, I don't know what the word is, but like going with the flow, being able to figure things out, being accepting of life is imperfect. And this, this idea that we had of how things are going to go, it is okay if and when things do not go exactly how you wanted them to, it is okay. It is okay to sway with how things are going. And yeah, that's all I got for you today. Remember that the morning crew gets started on July 6th. I'm scheduling calls for that right now. Um, we can meet on Monday or Tuesday, schedule a call. The link is in the show notes, or you can go to www.imperfecteating.com to schedule a call. Take care.